Like a lot of shit. Yeah, a lot of time I'm hella quiet at the shop because I want to do all the shit I'm thinking about, man. People don't want to hear this shit. Or it's closer. Huh? Closer. Yeah. You're recording it? Yep. Okay. Like, yeah, I'm okay. Very well then. <laughs> so you guys both served in the military? Yep. Marines? Yeah. Yep. Hoorah. Is that the one? Hoorah. Yeah. That's the one? That's it? I'm surprised you know that. Huh? I'm no, I watched you know a uh, documentary on Netflix like where they went that shit I don't know was that it shit, like making marines or some fucking weak ass shit I like forget that. we the marines that's that's uh was that's, that? some, that's some recruiting propaganda bullshit I'm sure yeah but I mean shit I was thinking about that like I mean they they are there to recruit it, it is propaganda but you know trying to find some soldiers I mean soldiers. it's a 100% volunteer force right you yeah. gotta recruit somehow yeah and you gotta sell the you gotta sell yeah you, you gotta, gotta s- sell the dream of yeah, you know, I mean, I mean, I mean, what what do what do eighteen year olds, males generally want to see? They want to see some badass shit and shooting guns. Yeah, or their women, or their shoot- the uniform. Yeah, some kind of prestige. Or they're shooting for the ones that yeah, the ones that need guys don't, or whatever. Like right. yeah, you got to get them when they're young. I mean, which is exactly how I got into it. Yeah, I don't know about how how you got into it, but yeah, why yeah why yeah why did you get into it? Uh, so I graduated high school 2008 and, uh, you know, I wasn't doing much going to community college, just, you know, working on my uncle's farm, not really do much. And then, uh, my good friend from high school, he's like, Hey man, I went to a recruiter and he was working at Safeway. I was like, all right, a recruiter for what? Like, oh, Marines. I was like, oh, cool. You know, I was a kid, I always loved watching war movies and stuff. And, yeah. you know, I wasn't really feeling the community college thing at Solano. So I went to a recruiter and I'm within like six months or so I was already at boot camp. So. Kind of just fell into, you know, after 2008, the economy sucked. There was no jobs. There was, yeah. I wasn't doing much. So, like, fuck it. Yeah. Because now, now that I think back at it, like, I've never been more proud to be American, like, now. Fuck yeah. Getting older. Yeah. Fuck that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck like, yeah. Especially these times where everybody fucking acts like they hate it over here. It's like, what? You know, the interesting thing about everybody who hates it, they won't fucking leave. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like, to, can yeah. they, can, like, everyone who, who travels, right, and you go to another place, though you grew up here, you're American. No matter, yeah. no matter, there's not another place that you can travel to that you can relate to another group of people other than yourself in the neighborhood you grew up in, which is in the United States. Yeah. You know what I mean? Are I you, can say where the fuck I want. Yeah. I have Filipino roots, but I'm American. Yeah. You, you're... So, my dad's from Hong Kong, my mom's from Vietnam. Yeah. But I mean, if I mean, even you look at Hong Kong right now. If yeah. I grew up in Hong Kong right now and I said the shit that I want to say about the government, oh, it's a wrap. Yeah, they're protesting right now, right? Right now, yeah, yeah it's crazy. They're, they're fighting they're for their freedom, and people are saying that like, oh, it's the CIA or it's the uh, United States putting up to it. But these are people who are fighting for their their freedom, yeah. their, their right to maintain the lifestyle they grew accustomed yeah. to. Yeah, and they love America, dude. They've been, you know, yeah. singing the national pre- anthem. They're, yep, they're flying American flags. Yeah, I'm like, dude, this is crazy. Like, I mean, they're at, they're asking for the same rights that. That we I mean, take I mean, for granted. I mean, I mean, if you look, if you think about it, right? So I remember someone was like, "Well, what makes America so great?" I said, "Our Constitution." Yeah, it's written. It's written that we have these rights. They can yeah. never be taken away yeah. or infringed upon. Yeah, even though they are infringed. These are the rights we were already born with, but to have it in writing, as far as you know, having order is never been done right. before. Yeah. Never. Like where, where, like where else in the world? Correct. Like the first and second amendment. I think those are like the only two. If you don't know anything else. You need to know this as an American. Like, yeah. where else do they have that? Like, well, the only thing I can think about is uh, as a history student, uh, we're learning about the Roman Empire. 
you know, the Romans, they had Latin rights. Yeah. They gave rights to all their citizens of Rome, and then they would slowly extend it to the other areas around Rome. Yeah. And it protected them only so far, but never, I think, in history has a uh, George Washington, when he was uh, the general, he fought for independence, and instead of assuming dictatorial powers, he turned powers back to the people. He said, yeah. no, I will not be a president or, you know, whatever. They had the forcemen to it. And he said, I will turn the power back to the people. We will have good elections yeah. every four years. So yeah. uh, okay. that's something that's very, it's, it's, it's unprecedented in yeah. history. Okay, so I'm assuming you know a lot about, yeah, our history or well, mil- he, military a, history. He's a history guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's, I, I, I don't know everything. But, yeah, yeah, but did you, did you guys, you know, becoming Marines, did you guys have to take classes on you know, they indoctrinate you in boot camp so like not, not yeah. indoctrinate in a bad way other than but, yeah. boot camp like did they educate you on you know military well they, 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 they educated us on like marine corps history that yeah. way you kind of have a reference as to what you're being uh, proud of of course like, once yeah, or twice course. a week you know like you know take a break from training or like you know instruction of or course. like you know doing exercise yeah and they'll spend like they'll sit everyone in a circle and like go over for like 20 minutes like talk about like dan daly and yeah. uh pappy boynton when yeah. he was like a, a marine pilot yeah. John Basilone, you know, they go so they build that esprit de corps, that that pride in being part of an elite yeah. force. So it doesn't matter if you're gonna be a cook or a infantryman, they want that 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 you yeah, you're, I think it's only right you should know your history. Well, it's kind of like okay, so yeah. what what's in the curriculum for kids nowadays? You know what I mean? So you look at education in the United States now, especially in big cities, you have these teachers who who already have okay. a, a a negative perspective of the united states and now they're teaching our kids <laughs> yeah it's like dude you know what i mean and then and a lot of them i mean they they align with kind of socialist ideas communist ideas whatever yeah. you want to call it you yeah. know i mean Le- lenin said that's you know eventually socialism would lead him communism some bullshit like that yeah i mean that's leninism you know what i mean they they wanted to do that but nonetheless they have a negative perspective of it and of course they're going to push it on your kids yeah and you know i mean yeah i remember when i was a kid you know growing up when i was a kid you know, I like they would teach us about communism, socialism. I'm like, yeah, like why not? Everybody be fair. Totally. And then I grew up, and I'm like, no. You know, the interesting thing is that when I got out of high school, so I went to Wash, right, yeah. and then downtown high school, and then obviously through that, and, and in the early 2000s, there was obviously a big push. For, you know, the hype movement was big. Yeah. But then there was also that <laughs> Go brown, and, yeah. A brown black pride kind of thing, you know what I mean? And I was an Asian dude, so I don't know if I was really accepting in that. But nonetheless, that that there like there was a push for more like government aid in yeah. a lot of programs. Yeah. Once I joined the Marine Corps, and then and then fast forward even on the ambulance, like government intervention, I mean, leads to a whole nother spectrum of like uh, negative results. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like, it's taking personal responsibility away from you as an individual. Yeah. And then putting on the government to solve your problems. Yeah, because we need order, right? And I and I was talking about this with uh, Brandon. Like, I was like, fuck it, anarchy. You know? And he's like, dude, we need, like, we need order. And I was like, man, fuck that. Just let everybody do what they want to do. But then there's a cycle. Like, say, say there's anarchy, chaos. Like, people group up. And then the whole thing will happen over again. Like, people link up and then have rules and shit. Well, so... Well, let's just let's just go back real quick, and then if we talk about first, second amendment rights, right? So, second amendment right, you know, right to bear arms, and um, please give us, please give us like, so like so, a history of why we need this second amendment, why it's so important, why this makes us the greatest country in the world. For the government to allow, not even allow you to, it's it's our right to have a gun, and we defend our lives with it, right? That means it's our personal responsibility to 
defend ourselves, whether it's against a tyrannical government, whether it's some asshole trying to come in my fucking place, I'm going to blow his fucking brains out. Yeah. And you know what they'll say? SFPD, don't, don't. You know what they'll say? Don't, don't oh. take that. Don't put that in court. You know what they'll say? What about all the mass shootings and all this shit? And I'm like, those people are, die every those day. Are, those, are, yeah. those are the consequences of what we have as a personal liberty, though. Yeah. I, this is something that's going to happen. It's always going to happen. Well, we live in a sick society. You yeah. have, like, bipartisanship. You got, like, rampant mental illness. Like, here, go to the BART station, and you'll get a first-hand example, personal yeah. view of why we have a sick society. Yeah. Uh, you know, those are byproducts all these shootings of our culture, our society, how it's going down the toilet, we're losing our values and morals. Yeah. And it's a knee-jerk reaction to go and say, we need to ban all these weapons. Yeah. And I think it's natural, you know, with capitalism, like you're always going to have an upper class, middle class, and lower sure. class. And these things are going to happen. I'm not saying capitalism is perfect, but I think this is the, you know, this is the best system so far. Well, I don't mm-hmm. really think the Second Amendment has too much to do with class, more that politicians use mass shootings as a way to um, instill fear into people, right? And then and then with that is I mean, how do you campaign to get more votes? You got to you got to make people scared. Once they're scared, then you can be like, "Hey, this is I offer <coughs> the solution. I'm yeah. the fucking savior or whatever the fuck." Yeah. And then uh, these are the solutions. We got to get rid of them. Yeah. I mean, you look at London. I mean, they already banned guns, but motherfuckers still got guns. They're still shooting motherfuckers. Yeah. They're but then now they want to ban knives. Yeah. Then what's the next thing? You want to ban fucking hammers? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. People are still going to kill each other. They're going to find a way to kill each other. Just I mean, no look at Nice, France. The motherfucker drove a truck into a, a pra- uh, into a crowd of people. You yeah. killed 70-something people with a truck. With a truck. Yeah. And it's like, yo, I heard this before. People kill people. Guns don't kill people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they just don't get it. Like, come on, man. Well, like, I remember I read a YouTube comment. Someone was like, well, the GOP thinks that, you know, that that the spoon kills just as many people as, as oh, a gun. And, 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 and in my head, I was just like, I can't even engage with people like that because they think, well, it's like, okay. You can't rationalize with them. Yeah, yeah. especially in San Francisco. These guys you are fucking you, faggots, dude. It's like, it's like, but, but it taught me to be, you know, more, you know, I'm still listening, but, you know, keep a cool head. It's like, yo, they don't know. It's just, I can see the, you know, like the, the hostility. Pretty much it's government coming in and offering a solution, taking away personal responsibility from the individual themselves and yeah. allowing the government to provide the solution for yeah. you. And then with that, I mean, say the same thing about anything else that the government wants to come and do. Yeah. You know what I mean? So so we're going to jump back and forth, right? I, a question I had from my, my oldest cousin, he, he was a Marine, and I asked him if, you know, you guys did military history. Mm-hmm. And uh, if this question is, so who would be your favorite like uh like war hero or you know conquerors of the history like if you had to pick one Genghis Khan or Genghis Khan my cousin Genghis. said my cousin Ken said the same thing and I asked him why he was like dude he was the closest to you know like conquering the world how about you I would say either guys Julius Caesar uh-huh. or uh, Alexander the Great yeah in that they were both good leaders they were both very inclusive whenever they conquered a territory. You know, they were ruthless when they had to be, but they would, you know, incorporate the people into the republic or their society. Yeah. You know, they weren't they weren't bigots. They weren't racist. They were uh, trying to form. I mean, you could say, yeah, they're power hungry, bloodthirsty tyrants, but uh-huh. uh, they both left a lasting legacy. Yeah. Even today. 
Yeah, because yeah, I because I would have picked Alexander Great, and even Julius Caesar, like towards the end, you know, is his homies literally stabbed him in the back. He wanted to give uh, Roman citizenship, Latin yeah. rights, to not just Romans and people in Italy and in the peninsula, but he yeah. wanted to give it to people in Gaul. Yeah. He wanted to give it to Spaniards, to people in North Africa, yeah. Asians, he, like in Turkey. He definitely did his thing. Yeah. But at the end, yeah, he had the baddest bitch in the game. He's a visionary. Cleopatra. Oh yeah. <laughs> she fucked. You know, I was like, that's why I can't. You know, I, I was like, uh, I would have Alexander the Great. Like, but, but then my next question would be, what, where's the difference between, say, Alexander the Great, Genghis Khan, uh, Julius Caesar? What's Genghis the difference? Khan, he what's was the difference also inclusive. Genghis Khan. But Genghis Khan. He also <laughs> took in, like, for example, Islam. He yeah. didn't kill people for different religions. He yeah. incorporated them to his empire. He allowed okay. them to yep. continue practicing their faith. Okay, yep. so what's the difference between <laughs> them and Hitler? Hitler was a fool. He was a uh, he was one besides being a racist. He was uh, he was brave. On people don't realize this. He was brave on the battlefield when he was an enlisted soldier in World War One. But he had a huge ego. He didn't listen to his generals. He yeah. uh, he he was an egomaniac. So what? Egomaniac. Yeah, but what what's you know is there a big difference between them? You know. The I mean, they, a lot of people die under any of these people. I yeah. mean, it doesn't matter if you're getting killed by a communist, a fascist, a guy on a horseback with a bone arrow. You're dead. Yeah. Or your family's dead. But you have to look at like the way they went about it. You yeah. know, I'm not. I'm not advocating for any of these people. You know, a lot of them they were murderers. So we could all say that they were all murderers at the end of the day. But the way my cousin was saying, I asked him the same question. He was like, "Well, not much. Hitler was on the losing end. They all still killed people." Mm-hmm. And he doesn't talk a lot, but when he says something, you know, and that's what I was tripping off of. Like, like everybody uses Hitler as an example, like, you know, piece of shit, mm. tyrant. I'm like, yo, do you, like, these guys, we, you know, we claim as heroes, like, they're doing the same shit. They may went about it differently, but they're still killing people, mm-hmm. still trying to conquer the world. But then uh, that way you can say anything about anybody, including Obama, with his droning of fucking people. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But I mean, people, and he's a Nobel Peace Prize winner. Yeah, people still love Obama. So I'm like, what? What? What makes Hitler different? I'm thinking. I'm thinking like, cause he was just on the losing end. It'd be a totally different story if he won the war. Mm. Well, if he won the war, we'd probably be speaking German yeah. or Japanese. Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong. I, like we'd be pushing you, daisies. Yeah, you could fact check me. We go back to the Second Amendment. You could fact check me. Like I was watching, like reading some shit on Instagram. Like after Japan bombed us, Pearl Harbor, right? They could have went in and just ran up on us and take over. But they thought twice. They're like, you know what? I don't know. We should do that. Why? Because they got to deal with all these motherfucking gun-toned Americans. Like all these citizens were strapped, and no matter how big your military is, like you're gonna have to deal with a lot of motherfuckers with guns. Which just brings me back to the Second Amendment. Well, it, mm. so my so my partner, um, she's from Switzerland, right? So everybody there has to. It's, it's a conscripted military, but I mean it's really easy to get out of. But nonetheless, a lot of people serve. A lot of them are are you know qualify on a weapon, and then even after their their military time is done, they still have to continue to qualify for a number of years. So they got to go on a range. The government tells me got to go on a range. You got to qualify. You got to shoot this. Otherwise, you got to pay a fine. Yeah. So I mean, it's the same thing about what people people were saying about why um, the, the Germans didn't invade Switzerland, and there's that one little place in the middle of fucking Western Europe why the Nazis never touched. And some people say that um, it's because of you know that reason. There's there's not a lot of uh, resources to go in there, uh-huh. and, and to just kind of have all that trouble. But then I talked to somebody else, and they were, and they were allowing um, the Germans to 
to run shipments through them and there's yeah. kind of a way to protect Same. themselves yeah. similar to Sweden Except for the Swedes, you know, they they uh, they kind of took more of a, you know, they they you know they played the part. They're saying we're neutral, but they also helped the you know partisans. They helped the allies. They weren't like I would say as uh, you know they didn't play along as much as the Swiss did. So I don't know. It's kind of like you have to kind of think: Did they take a moral stance? Did they kind of just like you know ignore anything that was going around them, or did yeah. they you know work with what they had? So what what was your job in the military? So I worked on the Ospreys MV twenty twos. Uh, I did all the electronics, uh, maintenance, troubleshooting. To be honest, I wasn't that good at it. Yeah. It was a hard job. It was difficult. Yeah. I did the best I could. I always consider myself a hard worker, but I never, I never excelled at it too much. But I mean, physical wise, I always did really well. You know, yeah. I was always a uh, top class. My PFT, CFT, whatever. It's not a big freaking deal, but yeah. you know, on paper it looks good. Yeah. Uh, about, yeah. yeah. How about you, Chris? I was a radio operator. Yeah. So uh, I programmed and troubleshot. Yeah. And Set up antennas. That so how do they decide whether you're going to be infantry or you're going to do this? You have to choose. Yeah, just oh, choose. you choose. You have to be yeah. a volunteer. They won't take anyone who's not a volunteer for the infantry. You yeah. just choose your job. And yeah. and if I had gone back, I would have went in the navy as a corpsman. Yeah. What's that? Or or an army medic. So the Marine Corps doesn't have medics, and they they use guys called navy corpsmen as their medics. Yeah. It's the It's 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 like the army using army medics. You know what I mean? It's just the Marine Corps doesn't have. I mean, I remember someone saying like, "Marine Corps doesn't fucking save lives; we take lives." Yeah. So, <laughs> but by by the time you guys were done with boot camp and you guys are Marines now, like, correct me if I'm wrong, you guys were ready to kill some motherfuckers, right? I'm ready to kill some motherfuckers now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even before I joined the Marine Corps, I was ready to kill some. Yeah. Motherfuckers. I mean, but it's just like anybody else, right? Somebody steps up to you. Yeah. You're gonna fucking and blow you know their what? head off. This is why the people that are listening, they're gonna look at you like, "Man, what the fuck?" But I mean. What is the purpose of the military? Like, you try to train some soldiers ready to go fuck some shit up. Well, the, everyone says, like, yo, I joined up because I want to serve my country or honor this, that. The truth is, most people join because they want, you know, they're young, their excitement, or like, you know, in my case, I wasn't doing much. Yeah. And I wanted to try something and, like, always look up to the military. And yeah. they pay for school, all these things. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, uh, everyone has their own motives for doing yeah. it. But, but there's, you know, there's, there's what people say they join for and the real reasons why they join yeah. up. <laughs> What does it take to be a good soldier? Like, you know, after you get out the breeze, like... You gotta work hard. You can't be a lazy son of Say you're infantry. Say you're front well, lines. We, well, we're in grunts, so then mm-hmm. it, it's kind of hard to say, like... What's that? An infantryman. Yeah. He doesn't think else like a grunt, like... Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know what it takes to be a grunt, because I wasn't a grunt. I'm not going to speak on that. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, I think... I don't even know to be honest, because it really depends on on your command, what you're what you're allowed to do, yeah, and what opportunities are afforded to you. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I watched a lot of movies, right? <laughs> Full Metal Jacket, all this shit, and you know, a lot of people. Yeah, when I was younger, when I was more naive, you know, like make peace, not war, this that. But if you go back in history, this is how we always done things. This is how shit gets done. We fuck each other up, try to run a boat, you know, and then from the time right, always makes right. Yeah. From the time we evolved, I'm like, hey, man, you got a nice tree over there. I'm yeah. going to eat out of that tree. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to take the stick. I'm going to fucking take it away from me. And you're yeah. like, nah, bitch, I'm going to throw a rock at yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Like, All right. Well, now I got another homie with a stick yeah. and a rock. And then this is how war happens. So I'm like, you know, people think it's wrong. I'm like, yo, this is kind of always how we've been. I mean, you think about any kind of uh, tribalism, right? Like, I got my group of people I identify with. You got yours. I don't like you. And I don't want you to breed. I don't want you to fucking spread your genes. I don't want you to live anymore. I'm going to fuck you up. Yeah. But then you also have 
the aspect of people being manipulated, you know. You have always someone's going to be profiting off of war, so of course that's your industrial complex. Yep, of course. You know, that's thing. always that that's thing. To think about. Thing. Is, which is exactly why it became more of a libertarian than yeah, you know, ev- you know, advocating for bigger government. Yeah. So, so are you still you're you're proud to serve your military? Absolutely. You I go back again. I mean, <laughs> if the army tomorrow, so. If the army moral said that, hey, you know, you can get on a medevac, yeah. you know, because you have to be a, para, a, a national registry paramedic in order to get on a medevac. If they told me tomorrow, they're like, we can get you on a medevac. Yeah. I'd sign up. So, you know I mean? yeah. So, in war, right? To raise a good soldier, like, I was reading, I forget what I was reading. It was probably Art of War or one of those. Like, to raise a good soldier. You don't want soldiers thinking for themselves, you need soldiers to, to take orders. Mm, there's a time oh. and place for that. I mean, yeah. Like, oh yeah, tell me. Yeah, tell me. Yeah. They want you to be able to think under pressure, you know, to like fall back <laughs> in a train, or whatever. But they don't want robots. They want people who can follow orders. You know, saying like that's what they learn. That's what you learn in boot camp. Yeah. If you don't f- follow directions right away, you get fucked up. They'll put you on. You know, hey, yeah. you're gonna get it now. You're gonna get punished. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying it's all to reinforce the notion that you're you're not an individual anymore. You're you're part of a team. Yeah. And if you fuck up, you get your buddies killed. So. Yeah. So. Yeah. I've never been at war, and so I can't really talk about what goes into, you know, what makes a good soldier. But I remember listening to a podcast by uh, Jocko Willing. Fuck with Jocko, yeah. Shout out to Jocko Willing. Jocko's sickly. Um, but they were bringing up uh, something about you know Japanese soldiers and then American soldiers in World War Two. The Japanese soldiers had ingrained, and then that you know they were there to serve the emperor, uh-huh. you know, and they weren't really free to think outside of the box. They're just following commands. And the American soldiers weren't brought up that same way, you know, didn't have that real tribal mentality. I mean, it goes back to American culture. You're an individual. Yeah. Versus the Japanese at the time were, you know, the collective as a as a country. Yeah. And then and who won were the Americans. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're not going to sit around just waiting for an order because, like, oh, we're getting fucking shot at from this hill, but we haven't been given an order to go fucking charge that hill yet. I don't fucking know. Yeah. But I remember they were covering along those lines, and I'm like, yeah, it's about right, because then you get the fucking Raping Nan King. Yeah. Right? They were they were taught from an early age that, you know, Chinese people or anyone who wasn't Japanese of uh, Asian descent were lower than humans. So then what do you get? You get a bunch of people that saw people that were lower than humans. Yeah. Going around throwing babies off of rooftops and stabbing them with bayonets. Okay, that, right? That, right? Like what? What would you like? It's it's hard to justify it, but this is war, right? I got this from Jocko. He's like, a lot of people don't know. Like, yo, it's not just you know the military like killing each other. There's innocent people getting killed, women, children. Like, yeah, dude, I was talking to like you. It only comes out when he's drunk, but you know, like killing kids, babies, and shit. And it's like, dude, this shit is getting dark. And I know, I know, you probably. Talk to some of you, you know, some of your friends about the shit, hmm. and that's why like a lot of the people that I wanted to bring up here, they don't want to talk about it. And it's, shout out to all those guys we reached out to. Yeah, and definitely shout out to the yeah everybody that served our country. Like, hmm. got Especially a lot. Those like, guys. They, I mean, they they're fighting their own demons. Yeah, you know what I mean. And they need a lot of help. And yeah, support and. and I don't like like I said I've never been there but for them to go through what they've go, gone through and then to come back, it's like indifference it's a switch. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're going from one thing where everyone's going 100 miles per hour and it's a completely different environment. 
and now you're back home and yeah and you're choosing between what cereal you want to buy yeah it's like that one scene in uh her locker all the yeah all those movies i really like that movie my my problem with the conflicts we have now is we have all these politics you know we have a former government where the civilians you know the president the congress they call the shots they you know decide what's going to happen and then they use the military you know the top brass as advisors so they put us in a position that we know we can't win, no matter all the drones, all the best rifles, all the best you know yeah. systems, you know, a, a Blue Force tracker, armored vehicles, everything. And they treat us without the, the respect given our capabilities that we're due. Uh, and then when they come home, you know, especially come back from the war, we don't live in a culture that, that celebrates accomplishment, victory. Which, especially, is, especially, which is fucked up, dude. Especially so. in ambiguous wars. Like, we're in Afghanistan. Why are we still there? I mean, the Taliban, I'm wrong. Oh, Them shit, and the drug dealers, they're, they're terrible. They're, they got child molesters. They're fucking, like, stoning women to death. They're growing pot. Like, that's why we have, like, all this heroin on the streets now. They, they grow opium to yeah. fund and their insurgency. And then we come back, and they look at us like we're a bunch of tools, like and that we're just yeah. used. So, so and they throw us like away. So they, give us, they give us the VA. They give us a little bit of educational benefits. And... You know, to keep us quiet. Yeah. But, but think about like yeah. this. So back in Vietnam, a lot more people were were involved into, you know, war movements. <laughs> yeah. Right? Because we still had a draft then. You had to be involved. You're you know, whether you're a parent, you know, a cousin or whatever, you're like, Hey man, you know, my son's about to get drafted. Yeah. So I had to be involved. Now there's a huge disconnect because you have a volunteer service where you don't like, yeah, maybe my neighbor's kid might volunteer, but we, we can choose whether we want to be involved militarily or not. You know what I mean? So that yeah. I think that's where a very big separation comes from as well. Yeah. Because if we had a draft right now, do you, I don't know if we'd be in Afghanistan. Because there would be a lot more people involved and be like, hey, man, my kid's about to go over there and get blown up. Yeah. You know what I mean? I thought about that, too. I'd be like, I'm cool, buddy. You, you catch me if you can. Right. You know? hmm. But at the same time, I'm like, man, I wish I had that under my belt. Because I got a lot of, like... Like I said, I've never been more proud to be American. Whenever I see, you know, soldiers in uniform, it's like, like a lot of respect. Are you proud it's to like, the point where would you join the military now? Um, <laughs> that's a good question. I hear that question a lot. <laughs> depend, like, yo, if they came run ran up on us, I'm like I'm fighting. But you know, like I wish I had it, you know, when I was younger. Hmm. Like to have that under my belt because there's a lot of like I do have a lot of respect for that even if reserve or like it it's even if you didn't know the reason why you're going like I think you guys I like I pay respect to you guys well, it's and all volunteer force right now yeah but I think I, like like with all this shit's going on right now like all those people talking all this shit like dude they don't yeah they have no idea what you sacrificed or what you know what you did for your country. Mm-hmm. And you did a lot for your country. Like, it's how she, like, why are we the most, the best country, you know, be, like, best country in the world? Like, our military, too. Hmm. Like, there's a lot of factors. It's economics, the way we think. We yeah. were independent, you know, we're more independent well, minded. Uh, you think about Americans, right? So, like, what, like, I give uh, Europeans, especially French people, a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah. Right? And then, sorry, so, so, so you think, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we think about, like, um, like American will. Yeah. You know I mean and innovation, right? So we built the Panama Canal. Mm. The French gave that shit up. Well, it wasn't just that. It was like a lot of like they had like a lot of uh, people from like the islands and the Caribbean working on it too. But yeah, we spearheaded it. But we still finished it. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? A lot of like a lot of nations will or like the whole thing with Afghanistan. 
we're doing most all the legwork. All the European nations, from what from what I've been told, is they're just fucking whatever. Yeah. Just, hey, yeah, we we'll send ten guys over there to say we're part of some, you know, coalition or whatever. Yeah. But who's doing all the legwork? Yeah. Whenever something happens in the world, who do people look at to save their ass? Look at Haiti. Nobody's looking at y'all. And that's who it was. Yeah. I re- like people were giving the American shit because we didn't get involved fast enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? Anytime there's any kind of global conflict, who do they look to to be kind of like um, to kind of secure secure shit? Yeah, Americans. Yeah, mm. I don't look to fucking I don't know uh, China, Bangladesh to fucking yeah. salt. You know, what if there's something going on? No, they look to the red, white, and blue. Yeah, we're a symbol. Mm. Of, we're a symbol of like independence yeah. and personal liberties and freedom. Yeah, no matter what people want to say, like we don't have freedoms here. Whatever. Like, I, hey, yeah, I can say fuck ridiculous. Trump and fuck Obama, but I'm not going to jail for it. Yeah, yeah. Yep, definitely. And they're lucky they can say that shit, but they have, you know, they're over here trying to they're trying to let their government take our rights away. So you can't do that. Like, it's like, dude, what the fuck? Well, you have like, a, you have a, a shift in, in priorities, you know, do we be a global superpower where we're like, you know, police in the oceans and like, you know, helping out disaster relief, you know, recently, you know, in Nepal and whatnot, or do we like... You know, reclude and hide back and like let the world eat itself up or you know do its own thing. I'm saying eat yourself yeah. up. You know what what role do we take? Do yeah. we want like China or Russia be the 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 well, kind of like set the so bar for like human who's stand, the closest, human rights? Dude. Yeah. So is it okay to say like we're we, you know we're at the, we're number one? So like, think about this. Post World War Two, we are, and then after the Cold War, we came out on top above the Soviet Union. Yeah, we're the global superpower. Period. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now after Obama. And is you know, I mean, he was, he was a fucking pussy, bro. Straight up. He can't even fight against affordable health care. You know what? A lot of people still hell's bonds here. Like, Some just because he's black. Savior. Just because he's black. I, and I'm th- like, I don't think it's just that he's black. Yeah. You know what I mean? But he also followed a lot of, uh, I don't know even how to explain it. Like, so the uh, Paris Climate Agreement, or yeah. whatever the fuck you want to call it, right? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people who, who believe in, you know, climate change, whatever. Yeah. I do, that's fine. That, but yeah. then you have all these nations who agree to this shit, right? Countries but, like China, but, yeah, India, the US who are the would, biggest polluters. And if we're going to be doing all this, like, um, we're going to slow our economy down, they're not going to. They're saying they're going to, but they're not. And we yeah. fucking know Especially it. Especially India. They don't give a fuck. Yeah, we fucking know it. But <laughs> yeah. then, like, because he agreed to this, that he's some, you know, that he's, like, held on to some fucking pedestal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, he's a sucker. And, and, he's, and he's weakening our nation because of it. Yeah. And, and he's slowing our economy you down. We're talking about Obama? Yeah, yeah, and, and I just learned recently, uh, and a black dude told me this. He was like, "Yeah, Obama had to quit smoking cigarettes." I was like, "What kind of cigarettes smoking? Newports?" Mm-hmm. I was like, "Damn!" I see a picture of that. I was dying. He's like, "I was looking for those pictures." Yeah. I was like, "What?" Well, wait, he what? really, what yeah. Are you about? No, Obama had to quit smoking cigarettes. He was quit like, smoking cigarettes. Yeah, because when he he was reinforcing like a black stereotype, like all black. Yeah, because like, when smoking, he's, like, he's the leader of the free world, he should be smoking, yeah. smoking metals. Been playing, ba- he played basketball too. Like when you're, you know, he's when limiting you're that. It's like, yo, he want to look more professional it, instead of like being, was, yeah. Being, I was thinking he was cool in a tough spot. It was like yo, he's black. Like he, you know, he has he can't <laughs> be black, can't be too black, or he can't be. You know, he has a yeah. They want they want like mold him. Interesting about this whole race identity shit in the United States is that if every president before him was black, would he be the first white president then? Cause I mean, he is half white. Why the yeah. fuck does that shit even matter? Yeah, it matters to everybody else. Why? It only matters to me when I bring it up because everybody else is talking about it. And I had this with myself. I was like, it doesn't matter that much to me 
People yeah. get hung up on this race shit. Yeah. I instead, mean, of, instead of judging people by their, their character or their actions, they judge them on the color of their skin. Like, that's not, that's not a good uh, reference model, you know? Like, but if you think about it, then it's kind of ingredients because from the time we're young, because whenever you fill out an application, whenever you fill out, you know, anything for a test, they're yeah. asking for your demographics. Uh, Why the fuck does that shit matter? Yeah. Are you Hispanic or not Hispanic? Well, Hispanic, you know, know not white. <laughs> what does Hispanic, that mean? White. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then, but then they'll classify every <laughs> a- African-American the same. So if some kid came from New Guinea, yeah. you know, as an immigrant here, is he considered African-American? But... I'm saying he, he'd, be, he'd be Asian or Pacific Islander, technically. Yeah. Right. Technically. But every, but then he he's supposed to mark down a certain bubble. And, and I remember one but time... They put you in a category. They, 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 they check yeah. you off on a box. And that goes back to, you know, the tribalism you were talking about. Like, we all need to feel a part of something. That's why I was thinking about it. Like, yeah, I have Filipino roots, but I am American. Mm-hmm. And if somebody asks me, check a box, I'm like, motherfucker, I'm American, bitch. You know what I mean? Well, I think there's a shift in this country now. People are like... <laughs> You know, like saying I identify more with values than my, you know, my skin color. Yeah. Uh, I mean, think about, it. for example, people who voted for Trump. I know tons of people who vote for Trump, and I don't care either way. And they vote for Trump, and they're Latino, Mexican, yeah. whatever. Uh, they're fucking black, Asian. Yeah. It, it's it's not so much you know they go along race lines, they go about value lines. Yeah. And it's not even it goes beyond you know voting for President Trump. It goes along you know values. Yeah. And uh, that's, I think, what we're starting to see a shift in this country. Identity politics. And spe- yeah. speaking of Trump, I know Mono, he, he thinks he's turn off whenever I talk about this because I do support Trump. <laughs> I'm not saying he's, he's not having a boner right now. Then. I'm, not saying, <laughs> I'm not saying he's the greatest thing to ever have it, but I look at him like, yo, I could relate to him more than any other president in recent time. I'm like, mm. yo, Why he talks that? the way he wants to talk. Okay. He'd be talking shit. When somebody talks shit about him, he's like, what? Fuck you. Yeah, but and he'll never he, he'll never snitch on himself. Like even when you know he's lying, he's got a lot of baggage. I mean, one reason why I don't like him is he's a draft dodger. You know, like you know, yeah. my uncle he missed the draft he? by a year because like, oh he's young. yeah. But a lot of his buddies got sent to Nam. You know, they're all a bunch of you know poor farm boys. He got out of the draft because he was a rich kid and he did his bone heel thing. So to me, he's not. He doesn't think America's good enough to fight for, but he's it's good enough for him to be the president of and treat it like it's a game. Yeah. Two. I, he doesn't run a business. He sues people if he disagrees with them. Or like with his Taj Mahal casino, all the contractors built yeah. the marble facades and the glassworks. Instead of paying them, he got his lawyers to weasel his way out. But I mean, why like, could he do that? Save money. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. We all want border security. We all want a good economy. But I think he's going about it the wrong way. And also, you know, I think he has a big ego. Of course, yeah. Um, I think that this tariff thing is a terrible idea because as a history student I've read a lot about tariffs and they never work I think he has a lot of bad people advising him there's yeah. a lot of nepotism he has his, his daughter his son-in-law and all that I mean I think he could have been a really great president but he he made a lot of bad decisions and he had a lot of bad people advising yeah. him but are we get ever going to agree on one thing mm-hmm. like just so many people like I don't agree no, with no. everything that he you does can't, but you can't please everyone but Say if it was Hillary or Trump, I'm like, dude, this old bitch be having seizures, you know, during speeches. I'm like, but fuck that. I'm not against having women as president, but like, not this bitch. She's like, crooked. You know, the funny thing is that people are always like, oh, you, like Americans are are infatuated the, with the idea of the first, the first, you know, Hispanic this, the first Asian this. Yeah. It's like, why the fuck does it matter? And they're like, oh, sure. well, you know, it, it paints a picture. It, 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 like, motivates me to do that. And it's like, mm. I never needed anybody to be 
to who I felt like I needed to identify yeah. with to think that, oh, well, I can do it now because he did it first. Yeah. That's the fucking bullshit. Okay, yeah. Let's, so let's talk about that. We we had this conversation um, about, like, yeah, about what, what you just said. Like, you said, you know, like, the climate that we're in, right? Right. You know, the like, like say, you know, it was black issues. Okay. And you told me, you know, I wanted to come out with it for you to say yourself. You was like, fuck the black experience. Or I don't care about the... You remember that? I didn't really necessarily say fuck the black experience. Yeah, not that, yeah I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. But you said it. <laughs> and that's just, me. But that's just stuck with me, though. Um, and I want you to elaborate on that. Like, And we're not racist. You know, no. when we say shit, it is like people assume that we're racist. Just because, you know, you say you don't care about the black experience. And you followed it up with, like, you're Asian, right? You said you don't care about the Asian experience Well, we're either. using a comparative example. Like, his uh, mom was a Vietnamese refugee from the communist regime. My dad came to this country. He didn't speak any other word of English. He was a chemistry professor, highly educated. He had work at a fucking gas station. Yeah. You know, they made something of themselves. And then the way we see it is a lot of people in this country, they say, just because of my skin color, I'm not getting anywhere in life. Yeah. It's like, no, you didn't work hard enough. You're yeah. being a piece of shit. Yeah. That's the way we say it. And... You can say the same thing about you know, poor white trash. You can yeah. say the thing about you know, you know, Hispanic trash, whatever. If you don't work hard, you are a piece of shit. Yeah, and, bad, and you blame other people for your problems. Well, Yo, this uh, one thing that stuck with me. I was like, I'm trying to figure out to where I, you know, I didn't want to put words in your mouth, but you said this, and I was like, one thing that stuck was like, I don't care about the Asian experience either. It was like, only thing I care about is is my experience because you can't compare. You said something about Jerry Rice to some other black, you know. Some so, other, like, before I start, <laughs> qualify what you're going to say. Yeah. Before dude, I've been thinking about it. I'm like, dude, I want you to say this because before that shit's stuck for me. Before somebody gets all offended, you got to ask yourself, one, have I ever thrown any shade at anybody because of what they are versus who they are? Yeah. Ooh. And if I've shown, thrown shade at you, it's because I don't like you. Yeah. Now, continuing, it's... Saying that, you know, as, as an Asian dude, oh, well, this is this is my experience. I'm kind of identifying with every other Asian person that they're supposed to have the same experiences. Yeah, yeah. You mean? Oh, because this because Andrew Yang is, is an Asian guy and he's running for president means I that— I want a thousand bucks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. That, he, that we're supposed to somehow identify with each other just because he sh- she shares the same skin tone as me? Just because we have, you know, we have the same roots, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's like a collective idea of, like, well, he's, like, Obama and everybody else from, I don't fucking know, uh, Seattle. Every black person in Seattle and every black person in New York and Boise, Idaho are all supposed to share the same experience and have the same perspective. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like to be grouped into one experience. Just like yeah. that's why that's why I, I don't even know if I really that's really what I said, but it's just like fuck any kind of identity experience because yeah. you have your own experience. Yeah, you know what I mean. That that's really where I was trying to get at. Yeah, exactly. It, yeah, that's exactly what stuck with me. I'm like, okay, you're you you're what do you? What? <laughs> I'm so Asian. So uh, my mom's Italian, Irish American. You know, my grandmother's from Northern Italy. My yeah. dad's from Iran. He's yeah. a he's a not a Persian per se. He's a Syrian. Yeah. So it's like you know they got Kurds, they yeah. got Zoroastrians, whatever. Yeah. So he's one of the, from one of the smaller groups that was persecuted. Yeah. And uh, he came to this country after, a little bit after the revolution in 1979. Uh, so we have a lot of history with being persecuted. Yeah. But we could all identify like, oh, I'm Filipino. You're, you're Chinese or Chinese right, Vietnamese. Whatever. 
But at the end of the day, like, I won't judge you fully off that. It, it's kind of racist to say, well, I come from the Asian experience, and then we're supposed to automatically... Re- That's racist yeah. as fucking itself. Yeah. You know what I mean? I yeah. don't fucking know you. Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. you grew up, you know, in, in from a very privileged place in, in fucking Walnut Creek. Yeah. There's no way I'm going to get along with you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you just based a, off of that. Yeah, you made a strong compare. It was like Jerry Rice is like somebody else. Like you can't compare the black, say black experience with this black person, this person, and then it's like, yo, when you said that, all I care about, and when you followed up with, like, fuck the Asian experience too. I feel that way too. Like even like I was talking about this with uh, somebody else. Like, yo, just because I'm Filipino, don't mean I gotta be with the shit. Well, it's like, man, fuck you, Filipinos too. It's like, people right. want to call me racist. I'm like, man, fuck them, too. They get on my nerves, too. It's kind of like any kind of ethnocentrism yeah. idea is racist in itself. Yeah. Because then, because it's like, well, I belong to, to whatever it is, and everybody who's yeah. a part of my skin color, that means we all have the same yeah. experience. Yeah, and I think, I don't think a lot of people even know the definition of what racism means. Like, could we all define it on our, like, you know, I looked it up plenty of times. It's a look- newer term. It's invented like oh, the, it's, the turn it's of century. Like, yo, if you yeah. if shit, if you prefer Modelo's over fucking Coors Light, you're racist. It's That's to stupid. that. So I say it's a very subjective. It's, subject- to, it's, it's a very subjective that, term. It's to that point. Yeah. But nowadays they water it down. So like, if you agree, if you disagree with someone who, especially like lately, who's you're very liberal, yeah. they'll call you a racist if they don't like what you're saying, even if it has nothing to do with race. Yeah, it's like, but and these people are called yeah, they call themselves liberals or mainstream. Like refer to liberals, I'm like. You know the interesting idea of of liberal or not is so I so growing up right, I, I had very liberal perspectives right growing up in San Francisco, and then as I grew older, I felt like I had more conservative perspectives. Definitely, but way, yeah. I I I realized only recently that I was more I was kind of like center left. Yeah. But I was pushed over to the other side because of because kind of this liberal faggot. extremism. You know what I mean? Fucking faggot. I'm like, dude, I look at him like, dude, what God the fuck? It, it's, it's, so, like, the, when I realized it was, um, I'm taking an English class right now. Yeah. I'm reading this book called Cosmopolitanism. Yeah. Cosmopolitanism by Apaya. And he's talking about, you know, the cosmopolitan idea of not be, of, uh, of not having um, an identity to a country or yeah. to anything. It's really, you're kind of a world citizen, right? Yeah. And I was like, man, I, I kind of share a lot of that. Yeah. Right? There's a lot and, of universal truths. Yeah. And I was like, I'm kind of a liberal. Yeah. Right? But the only reason why I don't want to identify with them is because they be tripping. They're, they're, they haven't got the they, testosterone. They're, 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 yeah. so, they're so extreme now that yeah. I can't identify with them anymore. Yeah. And because I don't identify with them, they're kind of shaming me into the other side. Yeah. Exactly. Right? It's, it's like shame. Like, okay. I don't want to use a fucking paper straw. It's yeah. an inferior product. Yeah. This shit fucking <laughs> melts away in my fucking drink. Yeah. Well, one, I never fucking use straws because it was kind of weird for me to suck out of something. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, I'm being yeah. real. Yeah. But to force me to use something yeah. that I don't want to, and and then just and to shame me because you know I don't support you know some kind of a uh, climate change you know yeah. initiative, whatever the fuck. Yeah, it, it pushes people to the other side. That's why I think there's That's a huge be, problem yeah. here in, in California, in the Bay Area. Definitely California. Is that they said the NRA. They call them domestic terrorists. The well, NRA. I guess I'm a fucking I domestic like, terrorist. Yeah, I guess I. Well, have it too. was symbolic, but like it's more like okay, this is how they're thinking. Yeah. Right, and, and San Francisco wants to focus on 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 issues like that. But then, like, dude, what the fuck? Except for we the government, it, the government, state-approved fucking needles that they yeah. pass out. Right. 
Yeah. I mean, so that's a great idea. The Wall Street Journal put out, I guess put out could, a very the good, good thing article that came recently. out of me, like individually, it made me remember my concern, like the you know the conservative values. It made me value it even more, like the Constitution. But I was always open for change. I'm like, I'm like, fuck. I thought that's how liberals supposed to be, progressive and listen to each other. But they're well, just the, hella intolerant. Like dude. the word progressive, I think it, it is. It shows. Show, so like, progressive means you're moving forward, right? Yeah. I mean, I think we can all kind of agree that. Yeah. But now it's kind of in a the way I see it is they're kind of moving backwards. Yeah. But now you the conservative mean? value out the window is like, yo, like. But the word progressive, people like to to. Go, you know, gather around that word like, yeah. as a rallying cry because we're, we're all dude. moving forward it's now. It's not progressive, right? Yeah. So, I mean, so the re- what what made me real realize that I was more more still very liberal is that you know let's just talk about just abortion, right? Like, yeah, I'm okay with this eight fucking billion okay, people yeah. in the world. Okay, that's fine, and then How I'm you, okay yeah. with people smoking weed too. Yeah, you know what I mean, but then again, I'm okay with the death penalty. Yeah, right. So I'm kind of somewhere in the middle. They put yeah. you in a box, and that's cool. But Are you then, with us but or then, us? but then, like. There's a lot of issues that I'm 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 torn between, yeah. but then now I'm kind of being forced to identify with one because one's yeah. gonna shame me. Yeah, I definitely feel the same way you do. Like, yeah, we say with more like say, could you say you're a pro pro life or pro, what is it pro life or pro choice pro choice pro yeah. Let's see, pro yeah, we're gonna bounce off whatever we we will talk till you know we just go get everything out. But this I'm torn with. Like, I am pro choice. I am pro life too. But if you, you know, the conservatives feel like, I don't think it's a good idea to take, you know, say they're taking abortion away. I'm like, yo, every time you try to take something away that people already had, such as, say, the war on drugs, mm-hmm. it's that, like, yo, they're going to figure out a way to do it, you mm-hmm. know? You're talking about taking rights away from people, right? They're, yeah. They're not, they don't have the ability to choose for themselves anymore. Yeah. And, and that goes back to my kind of libertarian views. It's like, I don't want people telling me how to fucking live my life, yeah. whether it's drinking out of a plastic straw or not yeah. it's supposed to be a free country yeah. or supposedly yeah and it starts with the first minute freedom of speech everything else follows especially the second minute I'm like dude once people start being uh, ostracized or or for hate for hate speech which is a very loose term very subjective dude any right and and then now and then now then what else can be controlled at that point yeah you know what I mean that's why I'm Whenever people want to talk about like making some banning something yeah. or taxing anything yeah. or giving more government control, I'm like that's yeah. a very slippery slope to losing shit. Yeah, very to me, quickly. yeah, to me, I keep it simple. Like, yo, if I'm gonna fight for something, like you don't want to take away your rights that you already have. You don't want to get, you know, gain more rights if it's written. And I'm like, dude, if you want to put more, like, put more restrictions on gun, gun control, mm. like say silencers, I'm like, what? Like, no, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not with but that. they don't look at the, the the valid arguments. So, like, for example, a suppressor. Yeah. Uh, it's good for your hearing. <sighs> yeah, you know what it's, I'm more for, it's more for hearing. But there's so you know you got a suppressor, you you will try to kill somebody, get away with it. But that's, you know, hey, yeah, that's but that's like you know like, that's what they use though. Yeah, they, they, they use they that, use. that imagery of like oh he's an assassin or like, he's gonna be doing up some nefarious uh, bad stuff. Like for assault rifles, I'm like yo, you could kill somebody just as easy with a pistol. Mm-hmm. And like, which are actually used in more crimes than than an AR-15. I'm pretty sure, for sure. Yeah. And then people talk about the whole, you know, well, you don't need an AR-15 hunt. I'm like, well, hold no. on, wait, wait, wait. The Second Amendment isn't about hunting. It's not about that. Yeah, it's no. not about what you need. It's like we just have. And then on top so. of that, 
who is that person that's saying that I don't need it to tell me that I need what I need and what yeah. I don't need? Yeah. Well, how about I feel like you don't need to be a fucking bitch? Honestly, yeah. I would exactly. Mean, yeah, I wish I could say that to these people, but it, you know, I, I try to be cool with them. Like, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the the problem is is a lack of understanding. Adrian's. Because someone who is vehemently, most of the people who are vehemently against, for example, having an AR-15, they don't know how it works. They don't know how to take it apart. They don't know what it's for. They don't know the, the muzzle velocity. They don't know you can use it to hunt coyote. They don't know you use it to dissuade home invaders yeah. or kill them if there's like five or six. Yeah. You can't even argue with them. There's no, there's no baseline to argue with them. But if they read the second amendment, it says right there, short. Right. Protects yourself. But, 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 but we have to communicate then, with them. There has to be some kind of understanding. Yeah, okay, let's hard. go over the basics first. At least spend 30 minutes. I could show you what I know about AR-15, you know, like the recoil, how loaded, whatever. Go over the basics. Then we can argue about it. Then you bring up the mass right. shootings. But then all you're doing is saying, no, they're bad. Like, let's talk about it first. And then I'll listen to you because I'll learn something from your point of view. But yeah. they only even go over that. Yeah, they so. bring up mass shooters. Well, what about the fucking all the mass shooters? I'm like, because you die every day, B. You know? Yeah. Like, go across the bay. Uh, Oakland, should we like, ban alcohol, which we actually tried to do in the 30s? Because, I mean, I mean, a lot or of people cars, get, are killed in, in Dewey's all the time. Or spoons, because all these fat asses getting heart disease. And well, yeah. So the, big, the, so the biggest killer <laughs> in the United <laughs> States right now is heart disease, right? Motherfuckers yeah. getting heart attacks. Yeah. So does that mean that we need to control people's diets? McDonald's, exactly. McDonald's CEO should be on death row right now. But we, we can have this conversation, but people would be like, "No, it's not the same." Well, that like means it. that there's no conversation to be had. Yeah. Because they don't. We're not coming from the same place. Yeah. They want to ban an object. Yeah. Or they want to ban uh, an object, thinking that that was the, that's what they're doing, but really they're banning the idea. Yeah. Mm. It is like it's weird. They just don't see it. Like, dude. It's a short-term like, fix for the, okay, a long-term so, problem. So let's just say, let's just take the whole plastic straw thing, right? So the study was actually done by a ten-year-old mm -hmm. who called a bunch of straw manufacturers and said, you know, hey, this is what you know, whatever. He did a fucking survey, and that's how he conjured up his fucking numbers about how many plastic straws are in the ocean. Yeah. And San Francisco ran with that number. The media ran with that number, and then they're now they banned it in what it was like less yeah. than six months but they're using plastic plastic fucking cups with their fucking nonetheless cardboard is that straws. they use some kind of hysteria and push something and now yeah. we can't have it anymore yeah definitely and you know we're on a, we're not perfect i'll think about this i'm like yo they use they pick and choose what they well, put out you want to talk about california and san francisco picking and choosing sucks, laws dude. yeah so we can go the whole so we, other category we were, we were okay yeah. with people smoking weed right yeah but then, so so California's like, hey, yeah, you can you can have all the weed you want, and, and, and then but then it's also federal law for them to start working with, with law enforcement and deport people. Yeah. So why can't I pick and choose what California laws I follow or San Francisco laws? Yeah. Fuck, I'm gonna go. You start using plastic straw now because I mean, if they're picking and choosing, I mean, aren't they supposed to lead by example? Yeah. I mean, they are leadership. Yeah. But they're but they're kind of painting a picture where it's like, well, we can choose it to pick and choose whatever we follow because you know it's you can't have both ways. Yeah. Because it's the progressive idea. Yeah. Well, fine. I think it's a progressive idea. It's a fucking, I don't know, open carry. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, concealed carry. How about that? Yeah. I'm going to start carrying a gun. Yo, would you guys feel more secure if, like, say, in Texas, like, everybody, everybody, everybody's strapped? I think about this, like, yo. And our I, society is a polite society. Yeah. I think it's, it's a deterrent. It's like it's like well, a. It's well, like I think road rage would be constitutional carry applies to everybody, and you're a fucking pussy if you don't practice. It. I'm just like kidding. everybody's road raging, right? <laughs> I'm like, yo, if you knew that everybody was strapped, and somebody cuts you off, <coughs> instead of being pissed, you'd be like, ah, oh, that's cool, bud. Yeah, everybody's he's on his way to work. He's a little, he's a little yeah. bit more under the pressure than I am. But they're everybody's strapped. You're like, ah, oh, let's working. just say all the idiots start killing themselves first because they get in road rage, yeah. right? And they just start killing each other. All right, yeah. cool. Those guys are gone. Yeah. 
Yeah, maybe we'll have a spike yeah. for a little while and then a it'll little while. Yeah, but that's what people are scared of. I don't, that would happen. I don't know. I don't think it would happen because yeah. Someone's a little road rage is like, is it that it makes you think. people it are makes already you shooting think. each other now it over it? Think. Yeah, it makes you think. But if yeah. you know everybody's strapped, like say if you want to run up in somebody's house, like you want to make sure like you would rather run up in somebody's house that's not strapped. There's somebody is well, strapped. <laughs> don't you know that signs prevent prevent um shootings? And you know gun free oh, zones. Gun free yeah. zones prevent shootings too. Yeah. What a joke. I had no idea. <laughs> And, and people with kids. You know, like a no smoking sign? You guys got kids? It means I do. I have a <laughs> so, son. Yeah. It works in Singapore. But that's a different story. But say, uh, you know, you guys got kids? I have a son. Say, protecting your family, right? I, I kind of, like, I don't try to push it, but I, I kind of throw it out there. Like, yo, a shotgun. I got a Remington A70. Same thing. Cool. 12 gauge. Sick. I'm like, yo, for home Is protection. It, does that have wood furniture on it? Uh, it no, it's all black. I wish I had the wood. Okay. But, but for home protection, you will protect your family. It's like I'm not into guns all like that. I don't even look at my shit. I don't even. I forgot how to clean my shit. But you as long should, as I man. got, well, you need to keep that shit yeah. lubed up and ready yeah. to go. Yeah, as long as long as I got it, it's like yo. If if somebody's trying to run up in my shit, then you know, it's like yo. If everybody would protect themselves, it's like insurance. But See, you're, you're taking it upon yourself to protect yourself. Yeah. Yeah, you're not going what out a lot to go of people, rob people. What a lot yeah. of people are doing is they're taking that responsibility and giving it to the government. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. But why did, what did they do? It's, it's personal responsibility. They pump, yeah, they pump fear into you. And you know, I did this practice, right? Uh, one of my homies was walking around with a uh, with a bully knife, right? Like showing yeah, whatever. Yeah, because you can. You can open you carry can. as open carry. big of a knife yeah. as you want yeah. to in California. When we were talking about Sons of Anarchy, I was like, oh, that's sick. He was like, yeah, you could do it. I was like, for real? Yeah. And you're looking weird, but like, yeah, what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, and I started doing it at the shop, right? And I got a lot of attention. They were like, yo, why you got that? I was like, Shh, I'm practicing, you know? I'm just exercising my rights. And one of my cousins was like, yo, that's not a good enough reason. This why is that. Not? You're just trying to be a troll. I was like, come on, bud. Like, it's not about that. It's like, yo, I have the right to do this, so I'm going to do it. Maybe and you were trying to be a troll, and so the fuck what? You know, yeah, even, yeah, even then I still have that like, right. Like, yeah. why the fuck do you even want to question what the fuck I'm doing? Yeah. Because if it's written in law as an American, like we should know that, like it doesn't matter. Like this is my right, so I can do it, whether you agree with it or not. Look, if, if you don't like it, go somewhere else. Yeah. Like you, you. So maybe it makes people uncomfortable. So what? I don't Why? like. I don't. I don't like fucking having my son with me and yeah. seeing some fucking dude wiggling his fucking dick around yeah. and shooting up heroin. Why does it make him feel <laughs> uncomfortable? It makes me Adrian's. feel uncomfortable when motherfuckers yeah. are shooting up heroin next to my kid, and I'm yeah. stepping on needles, putting him in his car seat. Yeah. It's like. Yeah, just be prepared for the, you know, just, especially in, in San Francisco, people have a problem with homelessness. And that's a whole nother can I want Yeah, but the thing open. is, though, I, like, I've had conversations with, like, random conversations, going to the liquor store, getting fucked up. No, you can have it. Um, hey, I'm finally sobering up, though. The one thing with, like, homeless veterans, like, Vietnam veterans, it's sad, it's terrible. It's like, dude, like, you see, like, dude, they went through a lot. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what are you doing here? This is the issue I have with the government. I'm like, well, how did you get here? This is fucked up. You know? So, is it safe to say, like, you guys are being taken care of as? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I get my uh, my GI Bill yeah. for my school. I go to a really expensive school. I go to USF. So, they don't cover all the way. I've had to take out a loan. Yeah. Uh, the Yellow Room program. So, in that oh, respect, yeah, yes. Bro. Yeah. But I got to piss, dude. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. What? Damn. Are we still recording?
It is the wall. Oh, fuck, we stopped now. Oh, shit. Well, you, you can cut it or edit yeah, it. Yeah, or, yeah. or fuck, you should be like, there's gonna be questions cooking up. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I wanted to ask you guys, like, do you ever feel like the government is lying to the military about why they're fucking sending you guys out? Oh, yeah, man. They went from going after the Taliban to Operation Enduring Freedom. Like, we're there to like, protect the Afghan people. And it's like... You feel like you guys would like to? Yeah, like... I mean, yeah. certain things. Yeah. Big picture, yeah. Small picture, no. I like, think... Like, like, I'm if they're going to lie to the military, that means they're lying to the American people. Like, the objective, like, like you guys got, like, you go out, what, set up shop, work on the Ospreys, mm. work radios, whatever. Like, why did they tell you guys the purpose why you're in that country doing what the fuck you guys are doing? <laughs> I'm curious. Well, yeah. I think as a, like, if you're a lower enlisted guy, you're just kind of accepting that, you know, you're, you're kind of a number and you're here to do a job uh-huh. and you're part of a bigger picture. Right. But sometimes you never really know. It's just kind of like being an employee yeah. in, a, in, a, in a big corporate company. Yeah. You don't really know what the mission statement yeah. is. Yeah. And the thing is, uh, I think to myself, if you're on a need-to-know basis, is there something, like, you really don't need to know? I mean, as a government, I mean, with clearances and top city clearances and yeah. all kinds of shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I'm thinking, like, what would, like... Everyone everyone has this own idea of, like, why, you know, we went to Afghanistan, this, this and that. If you ask a hundred guys, they're going to have a hundred, you're going to have a hundred different answers. Yeah, would that make a great, for a great military, fighting a war, whatever the cause I mean, is? They're all fighting under the same banner they're yeah. still gonna follow orders yeah. yeah we choose our fight you know we, yeah. we don't have the luxury of you know having a defined enemy the nazis or the japanese yeah. where we can like de- defeat them decisively save democracy save people's lives you know we got put in an awkward situation and we're doing the yeah. best we can yeah some guys will say like yeah. oh we're just there to protect the you know you know america from future terrorist attacks from afghanistan being a, a terrorist harbor or harboring terrorism yeah or other guys be like yeah we're there free people or whatever it is yeah. Man, everyone's got their own like whatever the case like our government whatever they're trying to get shit done and we might know just regular civilians like whatever the reason is like yo we might not know that whatever they're fighting for whatever whether we agree with it or not like we're living here and we're happy. Well, mm-hmm. the, uh, so like when you were asking, is the military, if if the military is lying or telling the truth to yeah. the military or the people in it, that means they're either telling the truth or lying to the American people because Americans make up the military. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, we are the GP. Yeah. I mean, that's but where they draw their numbers from. But say raise soldiers to like, you know, front line, like, do you really need to tell them everything? Because their job is to, you know, they're the sec- they're the pawns for a bigger picture. Like, f- mm-hmm. yeah, feel free to correct me if, you know, I'm just... I mean, we can't, we, we can't speak from direct experience, yeah. but, like, you know, as exactly. a, especially me as a history major, I can, like, kind of, like, you know, look at from my, you know, my readings, my, you know, people I've talked to who've been in, you know, combat situations. And for them, it's more like, you know, you deal with your immediate problems, you know, uh, make sure your buddies get out alive, accomplish your mission, uh, minimize collateral or civilian casualties, uh, or, you know, in, the bottom line is make sure you guys and you get home alive. Yeah. In war, though, there are casualties. And say you're a general, like, you, you send soldiers off to war, like, you know not all of them are coming out alive. Okay. Is that, you know, like, people think, you know, people that say, oh, make, make peace, not war, but this is what it is. 
I got this from Jocko, you know, like, you know, you know it, it is, it's hard, yeah, it's like, fuck. Is that, um, when China first started sending soldiers overseas to fight and do UN missions, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it was in Mali or some, I forgot where, and they finally started getting cats kids coming home with, you know, their service members getting killed overseas, then it's like, oh, okay, now you kind of see the American perspective of shit. Yeah. I mean, now you're sending guys to go fight a war overseas, and now you're getting caskets back. Yeah. Now you kind of know what we're feeling. Yeah. Because then everyone can always just... So it's interesting whenever I talk to foreigners, especially uh-huh. Europeans, they talk about, oh, well, you guys are invading this country and this country or whatever, and this is what you guys are doing. People can always be critical of our foreign policy and shit yeah. like that or how we conduct our business. When they send their guys over, they're definitely not doing anything as well as we are. Yeah. We have that experience. Yeah, is we it safe do it to better say, than them. Is it safe to say that we got we're stationed like all over the world, like or was it embassies? But there is or are there any like Chinese embassy or whatever in the United States? I mean, they any. have consulates and embassies. But yeah, we're talking about military bases. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a different yeah. major one uh, in Djibouti. Djibouti, I don't know how you pronounce that. There's a big marine base there, Camp Lemonier, and they just opened their first forward operating base, like a, it's like a port, whatever. So the Chinese are kind of saying like, yeah, now we're gonna start. Doing the same thing America does. So, are they going on the same path as us? Are they going to have like 100 bases around the globe? Who yeah. knows? Is the U.S. going to let any other country ha- like have a military? It's up to us. It's. it's, it's when it's, I say do we, do we right now? We're, so, we're challenging okay. in the South China Sea. So, yeah. we formed AFRICOM, the Africa Command, as a response to China going into Africa and getting a lot of resources to kind of, you know, build up their economy and their military power. Right, and I mean that was the response, and I mean we're trying to maintain it, yeah. which comes right back to Obama. So like we, for a long time, maintained kind of global dominance in the world. Now we're being challenged in, you know, by Russia. So let's just say example with Syria, right? Yeah. Obama said, "Hey, we have this red line. If you Syria, <laughs> if you fucking gas your own people, we're going to intervene." Yeah. And what did he do? He stepped back on it. And then the Russians intervened, and now we're and now they're they're helping the Assad regime, government, whatever you want to call it, and they're still in power. And we were trying to overthrow them, definitely with the CIA. But good or bad, we don't. Wh- know. Whether whether you agree with it or not is that we had a, we had there's always this um, idea that the United States and our military power would always overwhelm everybody. And yeah. then now that we're not using it anymore, and Russia's kind of coming along and yeah. blowing up a bunch of jihadis too. They're like, oh well, they're kind of, a, they're definitely a player now. Yeah, There's also and the we media don't have perception. that anymore. You know, we're not, we're not looked as like, we definitely have challengers. Yeah, it is gonna happen, right? It's, I mean, eventually. it's just like any, it's just like any empire. Yeah, chinks in the armor. Yeah, so I'm wondering how close are we? You know, I could, I think I could say we're still a superpower. I'm like, yo, how we're close a military are we? superpower we're technologically. Military superpower. Yeah, but how close are we, you know? Nothing's like, made here anymore except for, like, you know, oh, specialty items. And I thought that's what Trump was trying to do, bring back the jobs to the U.S.? Well, mm-hmm. not the way he's going about it, the terrorists. So let's just, let's just, say, let's just say, like, uh, we used to export a bunch of shit, right? We used to make a bunch of shit in this. And we're talking about economics now. Right? Yeah. We used to export a bunch of shit. And then now all those jobs went overseas, right? And then now, so if you just want to think about the Bay Area in itself, I mean, what is holding up the Bay Area economy? Tech, right? Google. Google, mm-hmm. right? But what's keeping these companies here? You can make tech. What happens if another country is able to come up with a better search engine than we can? Yeah. Right? That that competes with Google. Because you, you don't need to manufacture this shit. This shit is on the internet. You can yeah. do that anywhere. So if someone can, can, can compete with us in tech, that means the Bay Area economy would kind of just drown because we 
we're not making anything anymore. We're, yeah. we're just exporting tech and service in yeah. service that, that, and then you can do that anywhere. Yeah. Can I ask you if you guys are proud Americans? Fuck yeah. I like that shit. <laughs> I mean, I'm proud of this country, like what it's supposed to stand for. But lately, we're more show not, we're more show not tell. You know? Yeah. America, so, America, I think, it's an idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's not a place. You know what I mean? And that's what I value. Because San Francisco, it's not America, man. Hell no. I mean, would, I mean, it is, but then you know they it's have this not. idea. They yeah, they there's a lot America. of control here. Yeah, and I don't think that's America. Yeah, yeah, especially with the gun. Yeah, it's an idea. Well, yeah, you can smoke crack you can, on you the bar. You can take this idea anywhere. <laughs> you smoke a cigarette yeah. and like you know, it, it, you're, it's you're an criminal. idea that a lot of people. And it, it's an idea that creates a culture. Yeah, and that culture is what we are. The American culture. Yeah. And, like, and that was another conversation I had with somebody. They were like, "American culture is whack." I'm like, "Do you even know what American culture is?" I think we're, we're pretty lit, even with all the other, <laughs> even with all the all the bullshit. The people that I disagree, lefties, liberals. I'm like, "Yo, you could do that over here. Like, you could talk your shit, even if I disagree with you. You lucky, you know. You're, like, you know, you, all you know who was a representative of American culture? Trump." He says what the fuck he wants to say. He does whatever the fuck he wants to do. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Right. That's why I can relate not, to him. I mean, I don't back him, <laughs> yeah. but... And that's cool, too. Whatever. Yeah, but the reason why, like, I can But how many people him? do you know act like him? Say where they want, do whatever the fuck they want. It's all of us. Like, yeah, pretty shit. I do. Like, for it, the most It's part. an idea. It, it's, it's a culture. It's the way we carry ourselves. Yeah. It's like, when I was... Okay, so here's, here's, an, here's an interesting concept. So, um, I traveled... Uh, Switzerland, right? And uh, I went to a party, and it was like kind of an African themed party, right? And I was with my lady and one of her friends, and everybody there. I, you know, when you walk into a room, you kind of feel some weird energy towards yeah. you. I felt that, yeah, right. And then towards the end of it, um, they're all speaking German. I don't fucking speak that crowd shit. So I don't yeah, know yeah. What the fuck they're saying. The crowd shit. <laughs> You know what I mean? But, uh, you know, she, she mentioned it later on. He's like, oh, he made, a, like, a really, you know, like, backhanded comment. And, and I, was, I was just trying to explain. I was like, why was I feeling the way I was? And why were they kind of lightweight throwing shade at me? Because like, of well, what Trump said? No, no, no. It has oh. nothing to do with Trump. Okay, it has yeah. nothing to do with that. But it's yeah. just like, well, so you have to understand. So You're an Americaner. Yeah. So, um, Switzerland is a white country, right? Yeah. I mean, they never colonize anybody or whatever right yeah. predominantly people that are white and they have a lot of immigrants there yeah right a quarter of their population are immigrants and whether they can vote or not that's a completely different story because maybe they're not citizens right? yeah. anyways and from what my understanding is like swiss culture isn't cool it ain't the end thing to, to be you know what I mean we're fucking eating ricola eating cheese and fondue and yeah. yodeling in the mountains that ain't cool Ricola. but then you know you, you get a, you get a, you get some africans or some hispanics there and playing reggaeton or you know whatever it is dance hall whatever they're into like that's the end thing to do yeah. and for me to go to a party like that and one for me to be an asian dude but not i'm only am i asian i'm american yeah. which our pop culture is very popular around the world but not only that i'm from the bay that's yeah. a whole different kind of swag that they're no longer the cool kids there anymore. Yeah. I kind of challenged that, which was a really stupid idea that I couldn't get behind. Yeah. But, I mean, we are who we are. 
and I definitely carry that swag with me yeah. everywhere I go. Yeah. And people tend not to like it. Yeah. And he, yeah. I say what I want. I do what the fuck I want. I dress yeah. how I want. I mean, doesn't it sound like somebody that we know? Like, doesn't it sound <laughs> like the, our president be doing that shit? It sounds like everybody, you know. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, yo, why are you guys surprised? I'm like, yo, he is the epitome of American dream. Like, yo, he says what he wants. What you gonna do about it? And I like how he carries himself. Even when he, he'll never snitch on himself. Like, they'll they'll say all these allegations. He'll be like, no, I didn't. Fuck you. Like, I just like how he does that. And they're saying, yo, he's not a, a career politician, this, that. I'm like, well, he's still here. Like, he did it. You know, um, one thing he did that rubbed me in really the wrong way was, um, remember that journalist that went to that, uh, that had a that had a, a uh, had a guy that pretended to be him. He was like murdered because he was speaking out against the Khashoggi? Sa- the Saudi government, yeah. the uh-huh. prince. And then he was like fucking chopped up or some shit. And then Trump was like, "Yeah, we're gonna go look into this." And then the Saudis bought a bunch of fucking weapons. Yeah. And then that was it. <laughs> and it's like, hey, thanks for having America's back, dude. Wait, what did he do? Like, so the Saudis buy a bunch of weapons from us. Yeah. Right. I mean, we make a lot. I mean, we're the largest exporter. Of weapons in the, in yeah, the world. Yeah, we want to represent general dynamics. Yeah, more gun control, right? Yeah. And um, the Saudis, I mean, buy a lot of shit from us. We make a lot of money off them. Yeah. Oil, baby. They got you all mean? that so oil. So then when they killed an American, I think, I'm pretty sure it was an American journalist <coughs> that Trump wanted to look into. Like, hey, man, you just murdered one of our people. And the Saudis were like, okay, well, we'll buy, I don't know, $10 billion worth of shit. Okay, yeah, we won't look into it anymore. Yeah. Thanks for having our back, dude. Yeah. yeah we're mean, he's, he's still a businessman. Yeah. And that's why, I, yeah, that's what you're gonna get. I mean, so it was interesting that when when I first met him and, and he was telling me how he worked on aircrafts and stuff like that, and um, how much money we make exporting just helicopters to yeah. the Sods or whoever the fuck is buying our shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, just just like just a part that. So let's just say, for example, I like I'm the United States, you're Philippines, right? I'm like, hey man, I'll give you ten helicopters. You can have them. Yeah. But in order to maintain them, well, this this part is going to, you know, wear out in three years. And you have to buy it from us because we have a patent on it anyways. And we're the only producers of it. And it's going to cost you a billion dollars a piece. Yeah. That's how we make our money. What do you what do you have? Like, are there um, any issues with right. the Americans over here that you want to address? Because I have a lot of issues. Like, I have a just lot of issues of- with. I mean, I think it's not even just Americans, it's just people in general that. It's hard for people to take personal responsibility. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It, think about every man, woman you know, and whether they're able to admit when they're wrong. There's a lack they're of humility always, these They'll days. always make excuses. Well, yeah. oh, I was tired that day. Oh, yeah. well, I was drunk that day. Yeah. Oh, well, I got kids. Or, well, I was broke. Or, my parents didn't do this. Or, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. That's my problem. Mm. Exactly. And that's what I have a problem with. Nobody's... They want to blame the president. They want to blame somebody else except for themselves for all their downfalls. Mm-hmm. That's a weakness. And they're not willing to admit it. And I like, mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, do I do that sometimes? Yes. Of course but when I do, catch yeah. myself, yeah. It, I mean, I definitely like to be wrong because then that's the only area for me to improve. Yeah, exactly. We talked about that. Yeah, self-improvement. Yeah. Okay. Say even, you know, with the wall, you know, the illegal immigration. I haven't heard anything about that news lately. I'm kind of like, I'm like, I'm like. But let's uh, like try to keep it simple, right? Yeah. Uh, we have a problem with illegal immigration, right? right. If you're from Mexico, you want to come to the U.S. Uh, like, if you're doing something illegal, you know that there's laws in place where you will get punished if you get do something illegal. And it, 
when I bring this up, people are like, oh, so you support family separation, this, that. I'm like, dude, it, it's illegal. Like, when are they going to take accountability for putting their kids and their families, you know? You got to look at it from both sides. Like, uh, from our side, we see it as like, oh, these people are coming here, taking our jobs, whatever. But if you look at it from their perspective, you do people who genuinely are trying to escape, you know, of the course, gang violence yeah. in El Salvador because, like, the, the gangs run the fucking government there. Yeah. And then you also have people who come here just for the economic incentives, send money back home, and, you know, they don't want to be part of America. They want, you know, they'd rather be where they're from, but yeah. they come here to take advantage of our system. Yeah. So you got different angles to look at it from, different perspectives. Yeah. In the, in, the, in the end, we all want border security. We all want, you know, to have people here in this country who respect our laws, who, who like living here, or, you know, they're willing to partake in society productively. And then you have so many different factors that kind of, you know, make them, make certain groups look bad, make others look yeah. good. The interesting thing is whenever illegal immigration comes up first off, is that people automatically assume that they're talking about the same people. Actually, so like, I mean, like anybody brown people, illegal. and I'm like, you know, it's kind of racist to say that. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> brown people are illegals. There's a lot of illegals. I think majority of illegals are Asian. They're all visa overstays. Think so? Yeah, I think that is a real. Thing. I think that's a real statistic. Yeah. I don't know, but, but nonetheless, it's like you're attaching, you know, criminality to a group of people, yeah, and that you're they're supposed to try to help them because yeah. they can't help themselves. Yeah. Kind of racist thing. It's supposed to be the land of opportunity. You know, we take pride in that. We take we yeah. take in people. That's what makes America strong. Is that we take people from different backgrounds who are willing to work hard, and you know, live somewhere where they're free from you know religious or genocidal oppression. And America's great through the diversity, but, but you also have people who who take yeah. advantage of that and they they they, they pit us against each other. So the interesting thing is that whenever uh, I see, like, it, they tend to be um, majority. I don't like to, you know, put any any, any kind of a, a race issue out there. But when it comes to, like, white liberals, when I see on the <laughs> Internet. Yeah. So, like, did you see the video of, like, uh, this woman? I think she was from England or something like that. She was kind of yelling at this dude in Morocco who was selling chickens. Because yeah. she was like, don't you know that these chickens, you know, they need to roam free or whatever. Yeah. Or, like, there was another white woman. She was talking to some people in Hong Kong, like, uh, you know, like, don't you value safety over freedom or some shit like that. That's a very liberal, imperialist kind of thinking. It's pretty entitled. Pretty it's entitled very thinking. entitled. And for them to, to act like these people need, they have to have our help and that they're, so, they're coming from a higher place to help them. It's racist as fuck. Yeah. Like, okay. Like, it's like saying your culture ain't shit. Yeah. So to wrap this up, like, I got this from the great Candace Owens. I don't know if you follow Candace Owens. I fuck I with do. Candace Owens. I do, call us, I do follow I don't her. agree with everything she says, but... Who do you agree with anyone that says everything? Yeah. But I do like her, but uh, I watch the podcast, and the way she answers her shows is uh, if you have the whole world's attention, everybody's watching you. You have the whole world's attention. Everybody's paying attention. You got one minute to tell them all what you want to say to them. You go first. Whoever want to go first. <laughs> uh, Cook it, you save the big one for last. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good one, right? It's, it's a uh, help people in need. I don't fucking. Know. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a real that's a real cop out, but I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, they asked me this on another one. I was like, "Fuck, I have no idea right now." But give me your best, you know, give me your best shot. See, everybody's listening to you right now. Um, 
that uh, our body is a vehicle and our souls are our souls, and we're all just here to learn our life lessons before we go back to God. Yeah. There we have it. Mike? For one minute. <laughs> it takes a lot. It takes uh, a long time. About, you know, eight seconds now. Yeah. I would say, you know, just treat everyone with, res- treat everyone with respect the way you would want to be treated. You know, let's put uh, human life, value human life over profits, and let's work together. Let's uh, end, the, end the divisions and the, the racial BS and the, the killing. Let's just, we have so much resources here on Earth. There's enough to go around for everyone to make it sustainable. Let's do it. Everyone can do what they want. You know, you know, put the pedos away, of course, and the and the and the murderers, whatever. You know, deal with them. But let's all just live amicably. You sound like a beauty pageant. <laughs> <laughs> I want world peace. But yeah, yeah. Don't be jealous. I got the fucking bouquet. Yeah. But I would like to thank you. And uh, yeah. Oh, all the people words. that served our country, like it's closing words, um, for all the guys that we offered to come out in here and that they had trouble um wanting to talk about it. I wanna give a shout out to them. Definitely. They all uh they all uh we all owe them something. Yeah, definitely. Uh that goes for all the veterans everybody served our country, man. They went they sacrificed, they went through some shit and they're dealing with it right now. And like I wanted their voices to be heard, but it's so hard for them. And it's fucked up because those are the voices we need to hear. Mm-hmm. And we got the bench here. Like, yeah, that's what matters. <laughs> what did you call? What did they call you guys? Like, if you, yeah, you said something like, uh, "No comment." <laughs> no, that from the from the people that actually served to, like, you know, the banter. Okay, so like, if you're not a, a infantry type, yeah, they call you a pogue. Pogue. Is pogue. What, pogue. What's a pogue? So like, person on the ground or a piece of garbage, Someone whatever. Oh, but like, yeah. whatever. but that's normal. Yeah, you know, you know, it's, 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 it's rivalry. I mean, of course they have the upper hand. They but got then the there's me. There's me. Yeah. Mono citizens. Yeah, like so, we're, I feel like we're you know like <laughs> like we're yeah we you guys have an experience that we have an experience. And I, I want to call myself a, a proud American, but you you guys served you know our country in a way that I didn't, and I'm I'm still proud of that. But I look at you guys with respect of here thank you brother for sure yeah. like with all like that's you know, all that means to us yeah, man for sure and everybody we, we want you guys to have our back yeah and we and, and we have your back in return yeah. it's reciprocal yeah and for sure as citizens like yo we need to all acknowledge like everybody has served our country whether we agreed with the ways we did things or not it's like yo like you deserve our respect off top no matter what and that's that's the reason why I brought you guys here <coughs> Any show? Uh, what's your shit? Uh, Dead Prez Happiness. Damn, Dead Prez Happiness. So there we go. Dead Prez Happiness, Autobike Alive, Chris Mike, Proud Marines. Americans.